Stephen Krotis on SAFM. There's a new independent global science organization which is called the International Panel on the Information Environment. From what I can see, it's basically around the war on information and trying to manage facts. Professor Herman Wasserman is an expert panelist for the International Panel on the Information Environment. Professor Wasserman, good morning. Good morning. Have I got my facts straight? It sounds like it, yes. <laughs> what, exactly is the pa- what exactly is the panel trying to do? Well, the panel is uh, modeled sort of on the International Panel on Climate Change, uh, which is also a body of scientists around the world uh, that gathers information, that does their research, and that makes this research available publicly also to policymakers to decide on a meaningful action. So the, this panel is concerned about threats to the information environment more broadly. And that includes things like algorithmic manipulation, bias, hate speech, disinformation, deep fakes, all of these sort of things that have created an environmental crisis for, for information around the world. And, you know, the, the panel um, brings together expertise around the world to, to, to try and um, ameliorate these threats. I mean, there's so much that I see, for example, on Twitter or online now, TikTok. I can't tell if it's, and I'm supposed to be a professional in this area, really. I get paid to talk of, deal with information. I can't tell if it's true or not. It seems to be getting harder and harder to know what's true and what's not. Yes, as these uh, technologies also become more and more sophisticated, I think everybody's talking about AI at the moment, for instance. Um, you know, not only ChatGPT, which is sort of a text-based large language model, but also things like uh, DALI and MidJourney, these platforms that uh, you know you can create fake images. Uh, it becomes more and more difficult to um, you know to 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 sort facts and fiction. And I think partly what you know the this, this science is also trying to do is help the public, members of uh, the public, to to equip themselves with the skills to to help make these decisions. But also think about keeping platforms to account, uh, regulation, uh, give advice to policymakers uh, to help uh, you know limit these threats. Um, from what I've read, which is not very much on this, the best way to uh, inoculate people against false news is to make sure they know what the truth is first, which is about education. It's about, um, I hate this phrase, mainstream media. It's about uh, formal media, interrogatory media doing their jobs properly. I mean, would you go along with that? That's how you make sure that people question things that are not true. They've got to know what the truth is first. Yes, certainly. I think um, having a healthy, uh, transparent, participatory, ethical media is a really an important part of, of the response. Um, so I think part of this research is also part of the, you know, this panel of research is doing work on how to strengthen journalism, how to um, guarantee press freedom, to also highlight attacks on press freedom. Um, you know, so that, that is certainly part of the response. A part, another part is, as you've mentioned, sort of media literacy or misinformation literacy campaigns, idea of pre-bunking. Uh, so before you have to debunk something, make people aware that there are false, you know, that there's false information circulating. Um, tagging things online to, to tell people that this is fake news, you know, or this misleading to give that context. There's a, there's a whole range of strategies. And part of the research, I think, is also trying to figure out which strategies work best and which strategies work best in different contexts. And I think that is why it's important that, you know, myself and other colleagues in South Africa that are also on the panel um, also bring some of our contextual knowledge to bear on, on this research because it's certainly not a one-size-fits-all solution. Um. It seems that this is going to get worse and worse. We've got elections next year. Some people say we're suddenly going to find ourselves, you know, with other governments even being involved in manipulation of facts. Do you think it's going to be that bad? 
Well, I think there's certainly a risk. Um, I think not only manipulation or, or, you know, just real fakery, that I think might be the case. There might be sort of, um, uh, you know, foreign involvement, who knows. But I think also just partly what is also a concern is something like hate speech and, and just misleading information that's also circulating. Uh, that sort of information warfare between political parties. I think um, that is also something that we really have to be careful. Something like xenophobia, for instance, um, I think is a real threat in our elections next year. And we really have to be careful um, not to fall for, um, you know, incite, uh, you know, incitement and, and hate speech that, that can fan those flames. So I think there are a sort of range of dangers around the election next year in the information environment um, that, that we really should be, um, be very attentive and, and sort of do that sort of work well in advance to, to recognize those threats and to try and limit them. Professor Herman Wasserman, thank you. An expert panelist for the International Panel on the Information Environment.